Japanese honeysuckle and kudzu vines can complement any southern garden. But if not watched closely and pruned regularly, they'll strangle the more prized features of the garden, the climbing roses, the dogwoods, and the magnolias. The kudzu vine is such a ferocious climber, it boasts the moniker, the vine that ate the south. Greetings and welcome to an Odyssey in Territory. I'm your grateful host, Dan Riley. I'll get back to our southern garden in just a bit. But for now, let me pose this question. Is it wise for a speaker to use PowerPoint? When I say PowerPoint, I'm also referring to Google Slides, Canva, Keynote, or any other presentation, presentation software that's out there. The reflexive answer will be, of course, of course, yes, why not? Hmm, sure, you can create slides like every other presenter uses, stand off to the side, and seed center stage to a screen on which your slides are projected. Then read them word for word to the audience. An audience, by the way, that has already read them and are now looking at their phones, which have been strategically placed on their laps or hidden under the table. Well, not so fast, I guess. Maybe we ought to rethink the answer to the question. I'm not talking here about the would-be speaker who is satisfied with mediocrity. The fellow who is just trying to get through the speech. The ones who can't withstand the gaze of an audience focused exclusively, exclusively on them for a period of time. The presenter who considers their speech a rousing success if their knees don't knock or if they don't pass out. Those speakers should most definitely use PowerPoint. I'm talking here to those speakers who consider speech making a glorious craft, to those that are convinced the audience can benefit from their message. To the aspiring leader looking to change lives, those are the ones to whom I'm asking the question, is it wise to use PowerPoint? Okay, let's look at what PowerPoint can do. It can display the data a speaker is talking about. We did five million in sales last year. PowerPoint can certainly flash that number. Rather than index cards, a speaker can use the slides as her cue cards, the screen flashes. Sales growth of 7% last year. This may serve as her cue for her speech introduction. If the presentation includes references to historical figures, PowerPoint can flash their pictures on the screen. PowerPoint can play video clips. Hell, it can even play music. And on and on I could go with all the whiz-bang things that PowerPoint can do. But now let's count the cost of using PowerPoint. With every speech or presentation, there is an energetic exchange between the speaker and the audience. And the eye contact between the two is what is facil facilitating that exchange of energy. Every time an audience takes their eyes off a speaker to look at a screen, that energetic connection is diminished. As an aside, that's why speakers ought not stand behind a lectern if they can help it. The lectern is a barrier that disturbs the flow of energy. Another cost. Accomplished speakers know that they are more than just a messenger. They are the message. They stand before an audience bringing not only their topic, but their very reputation, their values, their character. They bring their spirits to the speech. And all and these intangible aspects of their nature can only be experienced in the totality of their presentation. 
including their unique nonverbal communication styles. The clicking of slides and the pointing of lasers, along with the audience's eyes darting from screen to speaker, diminishes the totality of their impact. In all the years I've looked at feedback forms from audiences on speakers, I've seen all manner of compliments. But never have I read, Wee-hee, doggy, I love Johnny's speech. Oh man, the way he used that PowerPoint. I have a golfing friend who is also a diabetic, but loves A.W. root beer. We, along with other friends, were golfing one day, and after getting my hot dog at the turn, leaving the grill to go back to our golf cart, I saw my friend drinking a root beer. He saw the quizzical look on my face and says, I know, I know, I'm not supposed to be drinking this stuff, although he didn't say stuff. But you know what? There are times every once in a while when I just have to have a root beer. I just have to. Well, in this day and age, there are going to be times when you just have to use PowerPoint. Perhaps you are working for a company in which PowerPoint is a mandatory tool of the trade. Or you have so much data the audience needs to absorb to understand your message, you just have to project the numbers. Or the boss just loves PowerPoint. So if you need to use PowerPoint, here are some do's and don'ts. First, the do's. Blank out the screen when your speech is not referring topics for which you have slides. Have a monitor in front of you to see what is being projected as you continue to look at the audience. Bring bullets in one at a time. If you bring in all six at once, the audience will stop listening to you and read the entire slide. And because they can read twice as fast as you can speak, you'll be telling them old news by the time you get to bullet three. Use imagery that amplifies your message. And lastly, use as few of slides as possible. Strive for no more than one slide per one or two minutes of your speech. Now for a few don'ts. Don't create any slide that requires you to say, I hope you can read this back there. If the font is too small, don't use it. And never, never hand out your presentation prior to it being complete. Your audience will begin to read it and not listen to you. And don't take your eyes off the audience to look behind you or to the side of you depending on where the screen is displayed. And certainly, don't read the screen to your audience. Now back to my question. Is it wise for a speaker to use PowerPoint? The answer is, no, it is not. But let me qualify that. No, if you are in a senior leadership role. No, if you have passed the beginner phase of public speaking and are trying to master the skill. Think of PowerPoint as training wheels. No, if you work for a company in which the software is not already ingrained. And no, if you want to be perceived as a leader. But here is the reality of our times. More often than not, for a whole host of reasons, some of which I just mentioned, speakers will be using presentation software. So just as our southern gardeners can't let the Japanese honeysuckle or the kudzu vines outshine the roses and the magnolias, speakers can't let their PowerPoint presentations outshine them. And they ought never cede center stage to a screen. 
In other words, don't let the weeds take the garden. For today and my part, that's all there is. This is Dan Riley taking you on an odyssey into oratory. Until next time, throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. We're on the move now.